This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Show. It is Tuesday, April 6th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? A little on the tired side. A lot of technical difficulties last night trying to put together our uh, Proton Pack show. But I'm awake. We're ready to go for a new episode, man. But had a good weekend. How about you? Yeah, it was a nice uh, holiday weekend, got to spend some time with the family, a little time relaxing, but, uh, you know, it is uh, something that we planned to take yesterday off and come back today with a brand new show for all of you guys mm-hmm. today, and so, uh, you know, luckily we are having the show because, as Tony mentioned, uh, he was having some technical issues last night. Uh, his uh, modem decided to crap out, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, without internet... Yeah, there's not much you can do about it. So uh, he had to take care of it up Couldn't... until about 1230 last night, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't until I got to bed about 3 a.m. I was up. I had to resync everything. I finally got the Internet running about 1235. Had to run to Walmart like at 1040 p.m. last night to go buy a modem and and then do a quick research. Do you do an Aeris surfboard? Do you do a Net a Netgear Nighthawk? And reviews are comparable. And so it's hard to make a choice like under a time crunch. But you know, so far it's working. I don't know if I'm glitchy or not. I hope I'm not, but <laughs> I'm on. So that's good. I can see you and hear you perfect. So I think we'll be good for the show. Yeah, we've gotten a couple moments of frozen Tony, but uh, still better than nothing, I guess. Right. I don't know if I'm frozen or not. You'll have to let me know via text. <laughs> well, in any case, I don't know. let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host, Tony. We know that you have a propensity to Filippo names, um, you know, especially when reading it. Have you ever known somebody that you've called by a nickname because you just could not pronounce their actual name? Um, I'm sure I have. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I I can't think of anybody, but I'm pretty sure I tend to shorten people's names for the most part, anyways. So, so yeah, I'll say yeah. All right, all right. Well, a woman avoided calling her husband's name for three years because she couldn't get the pronunciation right. TikTok user May Bay Brea 
confessed she still hasn't figured out the way to say her Swedish husband's name after years of marriage. Instead, she avoids any awkwardness by simply calling him Baby. In a clip she posted on her account, which has amassed more than 13 million views, she tries her best to say his name correctly. The woman says, Okay, so I've been calling my husband Baby for the last three years because I don't know how to pronounce his Swedish name. She tries with different accent and intonations, adding Ragnar? Ragna, Ragnar. <laughs> the video has attracted hundreds of comments from viewers giving suggestions to help her out. One said, call his mom and ask about a birthday present. She will say it. A second co commented, Ragnar from Vikings? Girl, just watch the series. Some shared their similar experiences and said they couldn't pronounce their partner's name right with the correct accent. My husband's name is Vitatis, a woman wrote. I also can't pronounce it correctly, so I simply call him Vita. Another said, here I'm struggling to pronounce Jeremy right. He gets annoyed when I say Jeremy. In a second video, she asked her husband to pronounce and explained how his name could sound differently in its different region. Here in Scandinavia, we call it Ragnar. Or depending on where you are, if you are in Sweden, it'll be Ragnar. If you are in Finland, it would be something like Ragnar. Viewers think the man was confused by the pronunciation himself and agreed that the woman should keep calling her husband Baby. You know, if it's too hard to pronounce, yeah, come up with a fun pet name that, uh, you know, you can call them and uh, that way you're not screwing up their name too bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to say about that. That that was uh, those would be hard ass names to say. So, well, Tony, I got anything for you there, man? Maybe when you're reading stories, instead of Filippoing the name, you can just call everybody baby. There you go, easy peasy, <laughs> right there. Exactly. Well, folks, it is Tuesday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? This is Taco Tuesday. It is Tuesday, and as we do on Tuesdays, we have Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called, What Can I Get You? Our call-in topic today is Misheard Song Lyrics. We have a segment called, Bizarre, Bizarre. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it! Get 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, this Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we've got a little thing we talk about a couple times each day. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you have trouble pronouncing your significant other's name. We want to know about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It's April 6th, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. <laughs> Baylor spoils Gonzaga's perfect season to win its first men's national basketball title last night. Rapper DMX is hospitalized and on life support following a heart attack over the weekend. Rapper has reportedly had to been revived three times, and things are not looking good. So not good there. A Peep Movies... Well, sorry, a Peeps movie is in the works based on the marshmallow uh, Easter treats in the vein of Trolls and Smurfs. Nope. Yuck. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is ready. Um, he is. Uh, he debuted as the Jeopardy host this week. The NFL MVP will be a guest host on the iconic game show for the next two weeks, uh, started with yesterday. So should be a good time for, uh, if you like Aaron Rodgers and Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, New York Jets trade QB Sam Darnold to Carolina Panthers for three draft picks, a sixth rounder in the 2021 draft later this month, and a second rounder and fourth rounder in 2022. So um, once again, Sam Darnold is replacing Teddy Bridgewater. He did that on the Jets years <laughs> three years ago. Now he's doing it in Carolina. That's so. right. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater must yeah. hate his guts at this point. He's like, damn it, quit following me. So, uh, but the Panthers also, on a side note, have uh, ha- are going to let Teddy, uh, you know, seek a trade if there's a market for him. So, okay. and the latest rumor is it's the Denver Broncos that are interested in trying to bring him in as a veteran. Mm. So, it doesn't really excite me. Uh, Friday did say I am uh, not as blurry but glitchy, so you guys will have to ride it out with the audio and just deal with me being glitchy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't control that. I don't know what else I can do. So with that being said, I'll move on to the entertainment uh, portion of it all. Uh, big Monsters translated a big business at the box office this weekend as epic altercation uh, Godzilla versus Kong opened in first place with an estimated $32.2 million. The Clash of Colossal Creatures has a five-day domestic total of $48.5 million um, since it debuted on March 31st. Unsurprisingly, the new PG-13 Monsterverse release had the strongest opening of the pandemic. It marks the biggest weekend figure since the Pixar fantasy adventure Onward started with $40 million in March 2020. So just that was just a week before everything in the U.S. Uh, closed down. Yep. The oversized icons already started their spectacular feud on the international screens last weekend, knocking an extra $236.9 million out of overseas audience so far to give its current worldwide total $285.4 million. The Warner Brothers sequel to both Godzilla King of Monsters and Kong Skull Island 
also simultaneously made its debut on HBO Max streaming service last Wednesday. Um, critics so far giving it a 76% average on Rotten Tomatoes and a score of 60 on Metacritic. So doing quite well. So not too shabby as far as uh, a starting out uh, for the weekend, which is great. And it's nice to see those box office numbers starting to come back, especially considering, you know, New York and California. You know, there's still very limited capacity, even though they're open now. Yeah. So that's that's awesome there. Um, we had other movies that opened over the weekend, too. Um, the Unholy, the Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, flick, uh, only opened to a 3.2 million. Uh, in comparison to Godzilla vs. Kong, it got its ass kicked. Yep. Uh, the movie Nobody, which I almost saw yesterday, um, did 3.7 million, bringing its total to 11.8. Ryan the Last Dragon uh, brought in 2.5 million, bringing its total run 32.1 million. Uh, Tom and Jerry 1.4 is bringing its total into 39.5. Uh, the Girl Who Believes in Miracles brought in 0.526. The Courier brought in 4.452, bringing its total to 4.2. Chaos Walking brought in 0.38, bringing its total to 12.2. The Crude's Still Growing Strong brought in 0.21, bringing its total to 56.3, and French Exit, never heard of it, 0.193, bringing its total to 0.2 million. So uh, a couple of good ones there. I noticed that when I went to uh, try to go see, um, I had talked to you about seeing Godzilla versus Kong. However, I hadn't seen King of Monsters or Skull Island, so I opted not to go until I saw those. But then internet issues aside could really get caught up on those yesterday um i just opted not to go the only movies that were that i even recognized that were playing were the, of course the the top five and mm -hmm. i think the current was playing but okay everything else i hadn't heard so maybe french exit the girl who believes in miracles i believe those were playing and I'm just like, I have no idea what those are. So, <laughs> Well, and we saw Godzilla vs. Kong. Obviously, it's playing on HBO Max as well. We saw it here at home, but uh, it's one I'd go back and see in theaters, especially if there's like a DFX with uh, Dolby Atmos, because, you know, it was a fun ride. Obviously, it's no Oscar contender as far as, you know, the story writing and all of that. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for just a fun, big action movie to sort of kick off the summer movie season, that's a fun one to go see. Yeah, that's well, it's definitely something I want to see. I have not really watched any of the other ones, uh, but definitely looks like a fun ride at the theater. Um, speaking of a fun ride at the theater, it's been four years since the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. James Gunn, um, his temporary removal from the project um, to the third front, so he'll be back, obviously, for the third installment of the franchise. It's been delayed for quite some time because of all that. Uh, with COVID and then being removed. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is set to hit theaters in 2023, and James Gunn finally took to Twitter to Twitter to Twitter to Twitter, wow, <laughs> to, Twitter to confirm that the production of the film will finally kick off later this year. James Gunn is uh, currently in the midst of production of Peacemaker, a spinoff of The Suicide Squad, which focuses on John Cena's character. So we'll have to complete that project before fully putting everything into Guardians 3. 
But Gunn did drop a follow-up tweet saying, our designers, visual development geniuses are busy creating new fantastic designs of the worlds and alien beings. I'm not sure the galaxy is big enough for all this magic. This one is huge. I'm excited. It will be out. Uh, it will start filming later this year. So good update because you don't hear a lot of Guardians 3 at this time. It's obviously all focus on the Suicide Squad, which I actually think looks pretty damn good. I do too. And then uh, we're also going to get sort of Guardians 2.5 with Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, they're all going to be part of it. They're all going to be sort of the guest stars. So, uh, yeah, we'll get our Guardians fixed for sure before Volume 3 comes out. Yeah, which is a good thing. You know what movie I'm not overly excited about? What's that? Space Jam, A New Legacy. What a weird-looking movie. Yeah. Um. So as this says, Steven Spielberg tends not to be a very big on making sequels, so the odds of him actually making Ready Player Two um, by his hands feels unlikely. So maybe it's just uh, what a different, long-anticipated sequel is essentially taking up the mantle of the Oasis. Space Jam's new legacy trailer dropped, and it's called The Serververse, containing exclusive Warner Brothers' owns property. The virtual world stucks LeBron James and his son Dom... To escape the star basketball player has to join forces with the Looney Tunes in a game of hoops against a super team created by Digital Don Cheadle. Not making this up. <laughs> okay. In addition to expected cameos, Hanna-Barbera cartoons now under the WB mantle. The movie features previous Ready Player One co-stars like Kong, the Iron Giant, but there's also unlikely cameos that keep peering like Cheat. T. Tara from the Thundercats, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze, uh, and A Clockwork Orange at Game of Thrones, um, and Pennywise the Clown have all appeared in the trailer watching the digital Monstars or whatever it is this time. Um, it's a weird trailer. It's very strange. I don't know what to think of it, man. Have you watched this trailer yet? It's very, very odd. Yeah, you know. It's odd, man. It is just odd. At one point, I went back and tried to rewatch the first Space Jam, and that's one of those movies that just doesn't hold up. It's, you know, it doesn't have that classic Looney Tunes feel to it. um, And this one really doesn't either. So uh, I don't know. I mean, luckily, it, it will be out on HBO Max. So if it is something I want to check out, I don't have to pay for it. It looks pretty bad. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Of all the trailers that dropped over the weekend, that was the biggest pile of crap. Like, it just was weird. It tried to have, uh, I don't even know, digital Don Cheadle and just seeing, like, Pennywise in the crowd. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely an audience for it. It's just you and I are not it. No. No, I'm not welcoming to the Space Jam. It's a little weird. But anyways, I digress. That trailer dropped if you want to check it out. Um, Kind of a change from the TV. uh, Well, I guess it's more TV from movie to TV news. Uh, G4 made a lot of fans pretty happy when they brought on WWE superstar Xavier Woods, real name Austin Creed, to be the first new G4 host, which came as an amazing campaign from Woods. Once the deal was done, it seemed like the worlds of WWE and G4 were perfect for a partnership, and now that's exactly what has happened. G4 has announced a team-up with WWE on a new competition series that will premiere on G4 this fall. Woods will be the Untitled Show's host. 
The show will have Woods pitting some of the biggest content creators in gaming up against each other as they play some of the most popular video games for the highest score. WWE will serve as an executive producer on the project and then will take the programming to market together with G4. Getting a shot to be a G4 cast member is incredible and humbling in itself, and I couldn't be more excited and have the chance to have my own show. Not only will I host, but I'll have a pivotal role to play as the top personalities in gaming try to settle their beef. So um, this is basically just more of a spinoff of his Up Up Down Down YouTube channel where he gets a lot of his uh, fellow wrestlers to pit against each other for, they play like Uno, Mario Kart, all kinds of stuff. So um, nonetheless, it's just awesome to have G4 back. Um, should be a lot of fun. And, and he's rather entertaining and a big gamer. So, I mean, the guy's living his best life, right? He gets to be a wrestler. Yeah. And I, then uh, gets to be a video game guy. Yeah, I think it's a good matchup. My only question is, so his wrestling name is Xavier Wood. His real name is Austin mm-hmm. Creed. Austin Creed is so much more of a badass name than Xavier Wood. It has uh, has everything to do with WWE. Like they they own the name Xavier Woods. So anything like if he does it under Austin Creed, that's his own. But he has to do it under his moniker. It's it's a contract thing. But I agree. It's a way better name. Totally. Yeah, people should just go by their real name on those types of things. But I digress, and we might as well roll on to the birthdays, because that was the end of the entertainment news. It's my birthday! It's my birthday! She started Donna Joe Tanner in 193 episodes of House. She's a Hallmark movie star, and then she returned as DJ in Fuller House. Candace Cameron Bure is a young 45. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. Just say baby. Can I just say baby? Candace Cameron, baby. Yeah, (laughs) that works, right? Yeah. Um, This actor's films includes Clueless, the 40-year-old virgin. This is 40. Role Models, I Love You Man, Anchorman, and some other man movie called Ant-Man. Paul Rudd is an ageless 52. The guy does not age. Best known for his role as Dr. John Dorian, or just JD on the television show Scrubs, Zach Braff is 46. Played a zom- This gentleman played a zombie apocalypse survivor, Merle Dixon, on the television series The Walking Dead. Uh, he was Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm apparently freezing. I can't help that. He was also Brandy Svenning's dad in Mallrats. Say, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? Next up, you could catch this birthday boy in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Michael Rooker is 66. Billy D. Williams, who played Lando Carissian um, and Harvey Dent, is 84. Wow. Yeah, 84. Yeah. And then John Ratzenberger, who played Cliff Clavin on Cheers, and he played numerous roles on Pixar films, including Toy Story, Up, Wally Monsters, Inc., and Inside Out is 74 and over the weekend legendary actor he portrayed badass tony starks aka iron man robert downey jr turned 56 over the weekend and that's your celebrity birthdays for april 6th <laughs> i better well, stop before i freeze out there you go well folks that does do it for the entertainment news when we come back we've got animal tales sponsored by roughriders.org don't go anywhere we'll be back after these messages after these messages we'll be right
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. And Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot Sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four. Or on Instagram at Tony.Sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Tuesday, we like to explore uh, fun tales of animals sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now, RoughRiders is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of animals from the rural outlying shelters where they stand the chance of euthanasia, bringing them here into the local metro area, working with local shelters and rescues to find them homes, give them a second chance at life. If you want more information, head over to RoughRiders.org or head over to facebook.com at facebook.com forward slash rough writers saves with that being said let's go ahead and get into animal tales dogs and the cats they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles the donkey prays and the pony neighs the old great badger sighs listen to the bass it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to do and the old cow just goes moo you know, it's it, even though it's Tuesday, something about that song just makes you want to slap your knee and blow into a jug a little bit. Uh, so <laughs> we, we always have fun with that. But uh, let's go ahead and kick off with our first animal tale. So a tourist had a lucky escape after holding a mysterious sea creature for a photo, only discover it was one of the world's most dangerous animals. TikTok user Kaylin Marie 21 shared a video of her holding a small octopus, no bigger than the palm of her hand, with a brown body in dark circles as it crawled around and others splashed it with water during a trip to Bali. But after posing for photos with the creature, she looked it up online to find it was a blue-ringed octopus, recognized as one of the most deadliest animals in the ocean, packing enough venom to kill 26 humans. Even more frightening, it is reported that people may be completely unaware the octopus has bitten them until it's too late. Sharing the information she found online, it reads, The blue-ringed octopus, despite its small size, carries enough venom to kill 26 adult humans within minutes. Their bites are tiny and often painless, with many victims not realizing they have been envenomated until respiratory depression and paralysis begins. No blue-ringed octopus anti-venom is available. Publishing uh, findings on the effects of being bitten by the deadly creature, Ocean Conservancy says, First, the venom blocks nerve signals throughout the body, causing muscle numbness. Other symptoms include nausea, vision loss or blindness, loss of senses, and loss of motor skills. Ultimately, it will cause muscle paralysis, including the muscles needed for humans to breathe, leading to respiratory arrest. There is no known antidote, but victims can be saved if artificial respiration is started immediately. So it goes to show, if you're out in Bali and you see a cute little octopus with uh, little blue rings, do not pick it up because it uh, may mean the uh, end of your life. <laughs> Certain death yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't touch it, yeah. <laughs> Very Don't scary stuff. It. All right, let's move on with our next animal tale. <coughs> so Sweet Pea the parrot shares a special bond with her puppy sibling, even keeping him company while he naps in his crate. 
An unlikely friendship between a parrot and a puppy has captured the hearts of millions of social media users. After posting a too cute video of her pet parrot meeting her puppy for the first time, Idaho resident Wendy Albright said her cockatoo parrot, Sweet Pea, quickly became a social media sensation. On March 23rd, Albright, who had already been sharing funny videos of Sweet Pea to TikTok, decided to film her parrot's reaction of meeting her small black lab. Sweet Pea pets the puppy's head with her foot in the clip and even says, I love you, to the dog. I was holding the puppy and the puppy was sleeping and I allowed Sweet Pea to come meet the puppy, Albright explained to local TV station KTVB. After posting the sweet video on TikTok, Albright said she received thousands of notifications on the social media app. To date, the video has over 27 million views and more than 4.9 million likes. I think it's just that the world in this time that we live in saw that video and just loved the unadulterated love of two animals just caring about each other, Albright said. As the video proved so popular, Albright has continued to film Sweet Pea's interactions with her puppy and share them on TikTok. In one video, Sweet Pea, who Albright found on Craigslist, brings toys over to the puppy's crate to play with him after a nap. Wake up and play with me, Albright captioned the clip. Other footage shows the puppy playing with Sweet Pea outside and following the cockatoo as she walks around the front yard. And uh, I'm going to post this on our Facebook page for all of you guys to check out because it is absolutely adorable. It is one of those things that, uh, you know, especially in this day and age, certainly warms your heart. And anytime uh, you get, you know, two different breeds that are uh, interacting and, and just showing genuine love for each other, it's always a nice thing always a nice thing it's cute it's uh definitely just warms the heart right exactly exactly and then finally in animal tales <laughs> chewbacca's an animal right <laughs> well yeah he's like a he's like a big dog right i was thinking um we uh speaking of chewbacca we sell like those uh squishmallows and we always sell out of grogu or baby yoda it flies Anyways, we always are left over with an abundance amount of Chewbacca's because for whatever reason, Chewie's just not as popular as Baby Yoda. They need to make Chewie baby. In, they need to have a baby Chewie. There you go. Market. Genius, you know? He'd sell. He'd be super cute. Be like a puppy. So I like it. So I'd go, he's like a dog. Yeah. yeah there you go. I'm going to get Disney the ideas. I was going to say, know? I'm going to get Disney on the line after this and then start throwing that at him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't let me get him on the line. I apparently can't uh, get a connection to work for poop today. <laughs> well, in this final oh, yeah, story, yeah. Waku, the rescue dog, is showing what is possible with a forgiving heart and a strong spirit. The canine spent the first two years of his life as a guard dog for a taxi stand owner in the Philippines. In 2012, while on duty, he was senselessly attacked by a drunk man with a machete who cut off the dog's snout. Following the incident, Waku's owner rushed the dog to a veterinary teaching hospital at the University of Eastern Philippines. Waku survived his in in injuries. Waku? Yeah, not Wacko, but Waku. Even though Waku, yeah, <laughs> Even though he lost a lot of blood before arriving at the school. Still in need of special care, Waku is later taken to the Philippine Animal Welfare Society. The act of cruelty the dog uh, endured got the attention of Paws 
Executive Director Anna Cabrera, who saw the friendly dog as the ideal mascot for Paw's work to amend the Philippine Animal Welfare Act of 1998. Cabrera took Waku directly to the politicians who had the power to make a difference and a hearing at the House of Representatives. Waku's mutilated face and his heartbreaking story got the reaction Paws hoped for. The Philippine government amended the country's Animal Welfare Act in October of 2013, increasing fines and jail time for animal abusers. Waku spent five years with Paws, helping the Philippines' neglected and abused animals get justice, but unable to find a forever home for himself. Eventually, Liesel Wilhart, the founder and executive director of Lovable Dog Rescue in Eugene, Oregon, learned about Waku and his struggles, both with his injuries and finding an adoptive family through SPCA International, which shared Waku's story throughout the U.S. Since she had experience uh, caring for abused and neglected dogs with physical differences and challenges at her rescue, like Picasso, the wonky-faced dog, she felt confident she could provide Waku with a great forever home and Paws agreed. They knew that I could offer Waku a home with human and animal friends in an environment where he could be himself. Wilhart tells people about how she became the dog's mom. I'm going to post the rest of the story up. It is uh, inspiring. It is so sad to see, you know, what this pup had to go through. But uh, the fact that uh, he now has a loving and caring home is is just a wonderful feeling, despite uh, you know how how badly he was abused uh, in his former life. Yeah, no, and as I'm smiling, it's not because of that story. I just, every time you say wacky or wacko, I think a wacko from Animaniacs, and I'm like, pull a rabbit out of your hat. <laughs> and then I just keep thinking of Animaniacs. A little bit different, but at the same time, uh, you know, maybe if they no. changed his name to Good wacko. story, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, that just makes me happy, though, that there are people out there that they don't really care what the dog looks like and stuff sometimes you just need the right owner to take them in and show them the love to uh you know make them feel loved and turn their lives around so that's a good story that's exactly it and folks that does do it for animal tales when we come back we've got a segment called what can i get you so don't go anywhere we will be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. We made it to the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But do not fret. There is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of misheard song lyrics. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, Tune in iHeart, Amazon now. Uh, we've got about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing, this segment that uh, I've titled, What Can I Get You? We're going to talk about uh, some of the weirdest things that bartenders have ever witnessed. Now, Tony, have you ever considered becoming a bartender, uh, mixing up drinks and just listening to people's woes over a... Uh, yeah, a little cosmopolitan. 
No, it wouldn't be a bad gig, but no, I've never thought about doing it. If I would, I'd be like Tom Cruise in Cocktail. There you go. Then I hook up with Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. <laughs> the flashier, the better, you know, juggling. Yeah, and... absolutely. Very cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and run these ones down. Let's see, what would be a good transition? Uh, I'm going to go with that one, just because. All right, this one Yay! from user <laughs> J. Not Crowling says... A couple months came in, so I sat them down. Not 10 minutes in, I pe picked up a call from a woman asking to speak to the guy. I let him know someone is on the phone and says it's urgent. He has a quick chat, seems okay, then hangs up the phone. Five minutes later, she calls again. I go over again, apologize, and say they seem really concerned. Now he's clearly tense and making an effort not to raise his voice. After a few minutes, he hangs up and says, if she calls again, just tell her I'm not interested in speaking to her. Of course, she calls again. I say what he asked me, to which she laughs in a cliche, crazy X way and says, well, tell him I hope he doesn't eat too much because when he finds the tires I slashed, he'll be walking home wishing he'd spoken to me. Then she hangs up. Ooh. I went over and asked the man what kind of car he had because there was someone double parked outside. I figured it wasn't worth freaking him out if... The, uh, if it was an idle threat he described the car I took a cigarette break and went to check the tires were fine but there was not a single window that was not smashed or severely cracked and there were a couple of rocks laying on the ground needless to say they did not stay to finish their meal um, boy nothing like a uh, scorned ex right oh yeah that's a pissed off ex right there Ooh. I mean, you've had one yeah. window smashed before, which is frustrating enough, but to have them all smashed, mm -hmm. yeah, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my, well, yeah, mine was a, uh, was the boyfriend, was, uh, because I lived around the corner from my ex-girlfriend, and the boyfriend thought I was stalking her, so I assume he thought I was stalking her, but it's like, dude, I have to go that way to go home. Right. Um, but, you know, but dude thought I was, you know, still into her, so he smashed my window. Or the side window. I could never prove it was him, but it was pretty convenient that that happened. So. Yeah, you had a pretty good feeling it was him. So Yeah, yeah. Let's keep moving on with What Can I Get You? <laughs> Weirdest things bartenders have ever witnessed. For instance, OK Book 308 says, A guy pissed himself sitting on a bar stool and then wanted to fight me when I cut him off and wouldn't serve him a new drink. Um, yeah, at that point, if you're so drunk that you're, uh, you know, peeing yourself, you deserve to be cut off, if not uh, maybe escorted to uh, the drunk tank for a little bit. Yeah, if you're acting a fool, you you got to stop. You got to know when, well, sometimes you don't know when it's enough, but if you're pissing yourself, that's a pretty good indication. Pretty clear-cut sign. All right. Pretty, let's... pretty stuff. I mean, if you're super drunk, you're probably not going to know until the next day. So, Good point. Let's keep rolling on. What can I get you? The River Yeti says, A car plowed into the bar I was working in, coming all the way in and flipping a pool table on its side. It pinned three off-duty Applebee's waitresses against the bar. No one was hurt, and the woman who was driving tried to order a drink. Apparently, she thought it was a drive through bar, quite literally. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Can I order this? There's this. Yeah. I mean, so. while as awful as it was, it'd be hilarious if she rolled down her window and was like, can I get a cosmopolitan to go? Yeah. Can you shake it, not stir it? Thanks. There you go. Let's keep rolling on talking. What can I get you? 
Mr. Fritz says, I once witnessed a woman openly fondling herself, dress hiked up, underwear pulled aside in the middle of a not super busy bar. It was very obvious she wanted people to see. The weird part was after a barback yelled at her and told her to stop or get out, guy walked up to the barback and said, don't talk to my wife like that. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's no good. Yeah, they need to take that exhibitionist mentality no, home. No, uh, don't do that in public. No. You don't do that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, so no. That's just awkward. You don't want to see it if you're at a bar. It's just a weird, weird thing to be around, I would imagine. Exactly. Well, let's keep rolling on. Talking, what can I get you? Weirdest things that a bartender has ever noticed. For instance, the final bard says, a butt-ass naked kid, maybe five to six years old, came in. Reactions range from what the F to laughter to attempts to help. But the kid went straight to this lady and every night regular who turned out to be his mom. Apparently, he hid in her car, and she was too zonked on various substances to notice. The kid was naked because he had literally nothing to wear, I later learned, and their <laughs> duplex apartment a few blocks away was a vermin-infested hellhole. Mom was a serious addict. Her kid following her to the bar was the impetus that led to him being taken away and her getting sent to rehab. I learned all this after the fact, but the kid walking naked into the bar was definitely among the most unexpected things I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where when it gets down to that point, um, the best thing for that kid is is to, uh, you know, be taken from the mom. The mom needs to get cleaned up. That's nobody wins in that situation, but it would have been just a, a crazy, crazy thing to witness. Oh, yeah, it'd be terrible. So yeah, let's keep moving on. Talking. What can I get you? Locks 87 says, I once served Catman a Bloody Mary. The dude had body modifications that were hard not to stare at. He was very friendly. He ordered a blue rare steak and returned it for being overcooked. I told him we can't legally feed him anything rawer than a blue rare steak. He hissed and ordered another drink. <laughs> that would hissed? be a pretty weird thing. What is, he? what is he, a cat? He is. He's yeah, Catman. What a weirdo. Was he... It's like the was guy. Was he the drummer from? Was he the drummer from Kiss? No, <laughs> but it's like the guy who uh, is the lizard man that has all of the tattoos, the forked tongue, the body piercings. Uh, he definitely had a few uh, body modifications for sure. Gotcha! Whoa, what a weirdo! <laughs> Let's keep rolling. I'm judging. On. It's just just weird. Yeah, it's a Let's... weird moniker to have. Yeah, we're talking. What can I get you? <laughs> Weirdest things that bartenders have ever witnessed. This from. Uh, sure, real estate guy says a heavyset man was drinking heavily and got very drunk at my bar. When he went to the restroom, his prime rib dinner had arrived. I think he shot up some smack in the stall because when he came back way drunker, he then cut a long, big strip of prime rib about the size of a thick hot dog. And while glaring at me, threw his head back and proceeded to swallow it whole like a baby bird would a worm from its mother. It, of course, got stuck in his throat, choking him. He passed out and fell out on the floor. The other staff and I cleaned out his air passage and gave him CPR. Ten minutes passed, and he was still unconscious when the paramedics arrived. He left with a heartbeat and unfortunately died later that night in the hospital. Uh, no no point in having bravado when uh, trying to uh, power down a prime rib, that's for sure. Yeah, wow. 
<laughs> I don't know if that was a good way to go or not, but yeah. Eesh. And then finally, in uh, what can I get you? This from Akinx Twenty X says. Uh, Honestly, it was the fight I witnessed between someone dressed as SpongeBob and someone as an Oompa Loompa. No one was seriously hurt. Yeah, that would certainly be a fun thing to witness if uh, nobody was really hurt. I would, hopefully it was Halloween because if somebody was dressed as SpongeBob and an Oompa Loompa, who's to say, you know, uh, why that was the yeah. case. But folks, we are headed into our long break. Go ahead and uh, head into the bathroom, take a potty break, listen to the news, and join us back here in seven minutes. We'll see you all then. Seven. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, April 6th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, despite the uh, little internet glitchy issues, how are you holding up? I'm good, man. I mean, it's, it's so annoying because on my end, you're not glitchy. I come across good. Everything sounds good, looks good on my end, but everyone else says it looks like crap, so... Um, I keep doing the updates just so I know if it's working. I tried a couple of things off air, and oh, I hope it holds, man. I hope it holds. Yeah, we'll f- fingers crossed it helps. You know, we're still getting a little bit of uh, you know glitchy Tony, but uh, you know, luckily the audio is good. And you know, being that it's a radio show, that's probably the most important part. But uh, you know, it is frustrating yeah, not it's to just know. A bummer if you watch it. Yeah. Yeah, what's happening? So. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I don't know what to do with that, man. It's gonna. It's definitely a hard thing, but at least the audio is there, I guess. So that's good. Exactly. Well, it is the fastest hour of the show, and as we do to kick off the second hour, it is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is why we give it twenty-four hours in advance. Have you call on the Phoenix line at eight five five Phoenix Radio. Of course, you can chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R. Just click into the live video there and comment. Or as we do in the next segment, we head into the stereo app, do a little stereo roulette, grab people at random. But of course, you can chat live with us if you head over to stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. And from there, we can, uh, you know, bring you on, chat with you a little bit about our topic of the day. Today's topic actually stemmed from something we did late last week, which was uh, songs that were inspired by true life crimes. 
One of those being the uh, unfortunate suicide of a student in front of his classmates, which was the inspiration for the song Jeremy by Pearl Jam, to which uh, Tony mentioned that uh, for his entire life he had misheard the lyrics in that song. Let's go ahead and give it a listen, and then Tony can share with us uh, what he thought that they were saying. So uh, Jeremy spoke in class today is the actual lyric, but uh, Tony, what did you say uh, was something that you always heard? I always heard Jeremy was smoking grass leaves. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a song about pot or what, but Jeremy uh, <laughs> smoking grass leaves. And to be fair, Eddie Vedder, <laughs> he tends to mumble a little bit, so I, I could see where you could get that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's listen to it one more time with uh, Jeremy smoking grass leaves uh, in mind. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the hell smoking grass leaves is, but it's <laughs> what I thought he was saying, you know. I always thought it would be funny if uh, somebody, you know, like they do with the bad lip reading for, uh, you know, movies and NFL and all of that. If somebody put captions underneath uh, songs in the song videos of what the misheard lyrics were, I thought it'd be entertaining. That, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a good thing. Yeah. For me, it is a Def Leppard song that uh, the funny thing about it is obviously it came back out in the 80s. But in my mind, every time I hear it in the modern era, I think that they're talking about a red iPhone. And uh, honestly, I didn't even pull up the actual lyrics because I don't know what he actually says. But uh, let's give it a listen and keep in mind that uh, in my head, I, I think that they're singing about a red iPhone. Living like a love with a red they, iPhone. <laughs> they they were uh, they were making it. Uh, they were futuristic before. Yeah, they know? were they were way before, ahead of their time. And you know, I know Bono did those series of uh, red iPods for you know whatever his cause was. But uh, that point, they were talking about red iPhones. So uh, you know, let, let's give it another listen, just so you can uh, let it sink in a little bit. Couldn't tell you what it actually is. But that, <laughs> you don't know what the real lyric is? I don't. I, I didn't bother looking it up because I like my lyric a little bit better. <laughs> In any case, that's what we're talking yeah. about is misheard song lyrics. Uh, and, you know, as we do, we're going to go to our break. When we come back, it is all about you guys. So go ahead and chime in now on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment with your misheard lyric or... As we do, we'll start uh, firing up the stereo app here in just a little bit so that uh, way we, we can grab people at random. But uh, in any case, we are headed into the break. When we come back, it is all about you guys, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. Now, if you do want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment with your choice, or you can join us on the stereo app here in just a couple minutes. And uh, that is over at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. So uh, what we're talking about today is misheard song lyrics. Uh, you know, before the break, Tony mentioned that uh, the Pearl Jam song, Jeremy, he thought uh, Jeremy was smoking grass leaves. Mine was a Def Leppard song where I thought they were talking about a red iPhone, even though it came out well before the iPhone uh, was even a thought in Steve Jobs' mind. But uh, that's that's what I hear every time I hear it. I did look. I did look it up. Yours is better. It says "living like a lover with a radar phone." Okay, so I'm not but too far the way off. I but... see it, with a radar phone, but um, you know, it's funny because there's another Def Leppard song, um, "Rocket," mm-hmm. and it says uh, the one of the chorus parts is "Satellite of Love." And when I was like a kid, I thought it said saying I love you or something crap like that. And then when uh, Adam and I discovered what the lyric was, I was like, satellite of love. What the hell is that? <laughs> Lame. You know, so. Won't be the last time we hear about Def Leppard either today. Exactly. So. Now, uh, we did have uh, one person already chime in on our Facebook page. Uh, Shay said, uh, the song I think it's by Pat Benatar goes, like a white-winged dove sing a song sound like she's singing. I always thought it was like a white ranger. Well, you know, white wing like dove. A white ranger. <laughs> like a Ford and Ranger. That's Stevie Nicks, but that's still good, though. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, Tony, I assume that, that, is, uh, I can see that you had a couple people chime in on your end as far as their misheard song lyrics. Yeah, Mike uh, chimed in and said when he, was a, when he was a kid, he heard Def Leppard, Let's Get Rocked as. Lesbian, 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 lesbian rock. <laughs> he said, listening to it now, I have no idea how. I must have just learned that word at the time. And then there's, of course, thanks to me, the classic Sand Patrol that sticks in my head now for Sad But True. I was on a road trip with my buddy Kyle, and he used to think the, the Metallica song Sad, uh, Sad But True was Sand Patrol. <laughs> So I, I can't unhear it. It's now for me and many other people. Once you hear it, it really does sound like Sand Patrol. You think uh, maybe James had dreams of being uh, David Hasselhoff and, uh, you know, they're at Baywatch yeah. and running in slow motion, being part of the Sand Patrol. <laughs> right, right. So that was good stuff there. And then this one I actually agree with, too. Um uh, Jamie, she chimed in and said um, there was uh, the Taylor songs, uh, the Taylor Swift song, Blank Space. She can't hear that Starbucks lovers. She doesn't know what the real lyrics are, but <laughs> like, I think it's like something but star cross lovers, but it does sound like Starbucks lovers. Hey, you know, maybe they met each other in a Starbucks. They fell in love over a Taylor Swift song playing over the uh, the loudspeaker, picked up the CD from yeah. Starbucks, and they became Starbucks lovers. 
It is possible, but it's funny because I hear the same thing too. So, <laughs> and of course, once somebody puts it in your mind, it's hard not to hear it. You know, of course, the uh, the the classic one, the one that always comes up, is the Elton John song uh, "Tiny Dancer," where uh, I think it was a Will and Grace joke where they said, "Hold me closer, Tony Danza," and I uh, can't help but <laughs> hear that every time that song comes on. Every time you hear it, yeah. Sometimes once you hear it, that's you can't unhear it because sometimes your lyrics are just better. Exactly, exactly. And I assume that uh, does it for everybody that chimed in as far as the Phoenix fans go. Am I correct? That is that is it. Thanks for everyone that tuned in or uh, chimed in. That's awesome. You guys rock. Love having you guys on the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, we love the interaction, and uh, you know it's why we do this each and every day because we want you guys to feel a part of the show just as much. And uh, you know it's you certainly help us out in uh, keeping things fun and exciting so uh, it's part of why we do that the other part is the stereo app which uh, I'm getting ready to go ahead and log into now now I do have to warn everybody that uh, it is completely random unless somebody uh, joins in with us so uh, every once in a while we get a little colorful language sometimes we get random things like the guy who said he shot his mom in the head which uh, hopefully wasn't true but uh, It is random, so buckle in, and here we go with the Stereo app. All right, we're logging on, looking for a chat partner. How's it going today? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Rosie, my (laughs) bigger. Yeah, see, there you go. There you go. The way it goes. How are you doing today? You're on the Christian (laughs) Phoenix radio show. That's the other thing, you know. If if you're gonna join, actually talk. Let oh, had a moment of somebody there. Let's keep moving on. Yeah. All right. All right. How you doing? You're on the Christian right. Phoenix here? radio show today. Uh, how's your day going? It's going all right. I'm pulling up to uh, Church's Chicken, getting some food. How about you? Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, well, we're doing a little radio show here. We are talking right now about misheard song lyrics. Is there a song you grew up with where you always heard the lyric wrong, and it turns out uh, maybe to be even better than the <laughs> original lyric? <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. See, that's, uh, I, I forget the song lyrics half the time. So, All right. Thank you. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, give, give me just a second. I'm paying for food. That's all right. You know, uh, my co-host Tony here, his was uh, Pearl Jam's um, <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy smoking grass leaves, and so. Uh... <laughs> all right, thank you. Oh, uh, the half gallon of sweet tea. <laughs> half gallon of sweet tea. Okay. Well, well, we'll keep you. Uh, we'll let you finish up with your church's chicken because. Uh, yeah, we do unfortunately need to move on, and uh, you know that's not part of the calling topic today. So, <laughs> all right, uh, let's see here. How you doing? You're on the Christian hey. Phoenix Radio Show. Hello. Hi. We are talking about misheard song lyrics. Is there a song you grew up and always Hello. thought the lyric was one way, but uh, you know maybe it was something different? Uh, maybe hilariously or you know you, you just like your lyric a little bit better apparently not all right my name is Jeff 
<laughs> All right. Let's keep rolling on. You're on the Christian Thanks, Phoenix Jeff. radio show. How are you doing today? Let's try one. Nope. Boy, it, it is the way it goes sometimes, you know. Uh, we, we search for random people to connect with, and uh, here we go. Let's. Uh, Hi. How are you doing today? Good. So Let's go, Bob. We're talking misheard song lyrics. Is there a song lyric that you always misheard, always sung it the wrong way? Hi. <laughs> oh, let's try this again. How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix hi, radio show. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, some... put me back in the fridge. How are you doing today? Oh, very well. How are you? Good, good. We're talking misheard song lyrics. Is there a song lyric that you've always sung the wrong way your entire life and then realized it later that that wasn't correct? Um, yes, the Gingerbread Man song. Really? How did you think it went? And then what was the actual lyric? I thought it was... The Ginga, the Ginga bread man, the Ginga, the Ginga, Ginga bread man. But no, it's the ginger, the gingerbread man. <laughs> so you just read gingerbread man. You read it with a hard G instead of the uh, soft G, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, like that... you, <laughs> that... like your beard. <laughs> your beard is either is it ginger or is it Ginga? <laughs> Well, is that uh, a hard G or a soft G? <laughs> well, I think the ultimate de <laughs> debate comes down to, is it a GIF or is it a GIF? Um, I think gingers are Goodbye. blessed in many ways, actually. <laughs> well, we appreciate you chiming in. We are going to keep moving on. Apparently, uh, Tony's ready to move on. <laughs> How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. <laughs> yeah, the Ginga, the Ginga <laughs> Hello, are you there? <laughs> oh, that's. A... <laughs> uh, let's try. Is he playing punch out? <laughs> Apparently, let's try one more. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, at least the a party. How are you doing today? I'm blessed, bro. I can't complain. Good. Like, what's good. up with you? How you doing? Good. So we are talking misheard song lyrics. Is there a song lyric that you always grew up hearing the wrong way and then realized later on that uh, it was actually something quite different? Mm, I hate you so much for asking such a good question with short time to answer. I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, um, it's so many songs that, that fall into that category. I just, I'm just, ooh, I'm blacking. <laughs> Just give me one of yours, and I'll think about it while you tell me yours. <laughs> so, for an example, my co-host Tony here, uh, the Pearl Jam Jeremy, uh, Pearl Jam song Jeremy. What's up, Tony? He, he thought it went uh, Jeremy smoking grass hey, up, leaves. 
No, go ahead, bro. I'm listening. We got it. We just got a lot. We, we we all pod start. I mean, podcasters. We know how it go. Just go ahead, bro. We listen. Exactly. So yeah, he thought the uh, lyric was Jeremy smoking grass leaves instead of uh, Jeremy spoke mm-hmm. in class today. So uh, that was his example. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. I can't really think of nothing <laughs> off top, bro. Like I can't. Like I, I'm a lyricist. <laughs> So I've always been adamant about looking up the actual words when I came to that point. You know what I mean? Hey, that makes sense. I've never wanted to be that person singing out a song and then somebody tap me and say, hey, you know they say. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, either way, we appreciate you chiming in. Uh, drop yeah. us a follow. Hopefully, we can have you on. Uh, big facts, no, bro. Big facts. I appreciate you guys' energy, man. I'm. A, uh, I see what you're doing. I'm gonna let you get back to work, but uh, I'm definitely gonna get in contact. I got some things going on that I think you guys would dig. So, right on. I'm gonna Instagram you guys. Keep working. I love the content. Thanks, man. Right on. Much appreciated. Well, folks, that does do it for the interactive portion of the show. When we come back, we've got a segment called Bizarre Bizarre. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is our Phoenix line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance. We ask that you call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, tomorrow's call-in topic is your most favorite terrible movie. This is a movie that most people think is god-awful. You recognize as god-awful, but for some reason, you absolutely love it. Could be maybe just holds a special place in your heart. You have fond memories, but that's what we're looking for. The best or your favorite terrible movie. So uh, that should be interesting. That's a good one. Yeah, to see uh, what people say when when we get to that point. So uh, in any case, in this segment, which I've titled Bizarre Bizarre, we're talking about strange thrift store finds. Now, uh, Tony, do you ever uh, head into a thrift store just to see maybe you can find like an old concert t-shirt or or something that just speaks to you? I I go in there sometimes and I'll look for uh, video game stuff because you can find some some gems in there sometimes um i know like for the wii i found uh, mario uh mario galaxy no mario sunshine no i don't i can't even think one of the mario galaxy was the one yeah it was one of them and then wii sports was like 50 cents each you know and at the time before they released the uh mario all-stars package uh uh sunshine went for i mean galaxy went for i think like 30 bucks 30 40 bucks so not bad for a 50 cent purchase you know yeah not bad so you can find some good stuff in there yeah there's some cool stuff um i don't go into them too often but every once in a while i'll pop in there and 
They're a good spot to go find vintage things, though. Yeah, and those are the things you would expect to find in a thrift store. Well, in this one, we're talking about some of these stranger things found in what we're calling Bizarre Bizarre. Isn't that weird? <laughs> All right, and we'll put these up for everybody to see. For instance, this painting of Bigfoot or Sasquatch saving animals in his arms running away from a forest fire. It's a, uh, a very nice oil painting, but very strange nonetheless. Yeah, as a little weird, though. Yeah. Is that something you'd pick up if you found Tone? Hell no. <laughs> that's that's a no. It's a, it is a great painting, though, whoever did it. It's nice, but apparently you can tell the person that either bought the painting or was gifted that painting, that's what they thought of it ended up at a thrift store exactly and that's the thing for all of these you know they ended up at the thrift store because of well they probably didn't want it anymore for instance this next one well if you love unicorns and you love candles well you can get this unicorn surprise candle that refu <laughs> reveals a skeleton as it burns isn't that weird wow. <laughs> you can you can tell with the red sticker, it was probably uh, one of those uh, cheaper department stores like uh, uh, Dollar General or Dollar Tree or some crap uh, where they had one of these and we're like, wow, this didn't even sell. Let's just donate it. Well, it's crazy is, you know, if you're able to see the, the big image, it was originally $19.99. Their price was $9.99. Still about $9 more than I think anybody would really want to pay for it. No. <laughs> I, I maybe as a gag gift I'd give that to somebody, but I'd I wouldn't be purchasing anything more than a dollar for it. Exactly. Well, let's keep rolling on. We're talking bizarre, bizarre, strange things that people find at thrift stores. For instance, every once in a while you find you know handcrafted things like this needlepoint that uh, ever so lovely tells people, please don't do coke in the bathroom. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That one's, that one's actually kind of funny. I think that's something you just put in your bathroom just as a gag, like as a conversation piece. So that is something I would actually pick up just well, because it's weird. And the funny thing about Needlepoint is you expect it to be in, you know, an older person's home and that it would have, you know, maybe some scripture or, you know, just some lovely flowers. But uh, the fact that it has the message, please don't do coke in the bathroom, I think is just hilarious. And me too. I think it's funny. <laughs> well, let's keep rolling. I find some fun humor in that one. Let's keep rolling on with Bizarre Bizarre. For instance, you have this needlepoint, which uh, again goes to scripture, but uh, maybe the message is a little on the uh, stranger side. The spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, where it shows one uh, overweight person has full on passed out from working out. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that one is weird. <laughs> I, I, who comes up with these things? Who decides, you know what, I'm going to do needlepoint of this and then I'm going to sell it to a thrift store? Yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense. They probably they probably did it, uh, made it for somebody, and they're like, yeah, thanks. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, that one. that one's strange. Well, let's keep rolling on talking bizarre, bizarre, strange things people find in thrift stores. This one, either they've had a bad experience. We were talking dog versus cat people uh, a couple days ago, or they're just a really big fan of Ted Nugent. This one, which I'm calling cat scratch Damn. fever. Isn't that Wow. That's one, that's one pissed off cat. Um, 
How about no? Like, that's not even good art. It's just disturbingly weird. Yeah. It's like somebody tried to memorialize an event that happened and turned into something really, really creepy. Yeah. That's evil Mr. Whiskers. No thanks. <laughs> now, speaking uh-uh. of creepy, moving on with Bizarre Bizarre, uh, Tony, you know, uh, around Christmas time, we, we sit in Santa's lap. Uh, kids do to tell them what you want for Christmas. But, uh, I was going to say, I sure as hell don't, brother. But if you do, uh, no judgment. Uh, not for me. Well, you know, if you really want to take Christmas one step further, you can get uh, and uh, sit in Jesus's lap with this Jesus chair. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Dude, that is creepy. How strange is that? And the fact that somebody thought... That's that's probably the weirdest thing yet today. I thought the unicorn skeleton was weird, but this tops that. Oh, oh, it gets... Gosh, that is... That's odd. Like, that would just freak me out if I saw that at a thrift store. Nope. (laughs) How about this one? Moving on with Bizarre Bizarre. Somebody's love for, well, garlic. Isn't that weird? (laughs) A bedazzled... (laughs) tank top that uh, apparently shows their love for garlic. Yeah. Why is your breath stink? Garlic! Read the shirt! Why do you stink? Garlic! <laughs> Alright, let's keep moving on, Bizarre Bizarre. You know, Tony, have you ever wanted to be a uh, serial killer without the actual killing? Well, you can pick up these no. stuffed animals that are shoved into jars as if they were body parts. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I had that Kermit the Frog when I was a kid. That's from uh, McDonald's, you know, that when you could pick up the uh, Muppet Babies, those Christmas ones. Uh huh. But uh, that little Kermit looks like. But yeah, that's a little disturbing, though. Apparently, somebody thought that uh, you know they wanted to live all of their serial killer fantasies by shoving them in jars with some sort of liquid and uh, sell them at a thrift yeah. store. Okay. I was gonna say if Toy Story was real and those dolls came to life, they'd be screwed. Oh, yeah. That that would be like the, the Twilight dick. Zone version of Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tony. That's Sid's house right there. And that's Sid. Exactly. Well, let's move on with uh, Bizarre Bizarre Strange Thrift Store Finds. This one may just take the cake. Um, you know, there are Steven Spielberg fans, and then there are Steven Spielberg fans. For instance, you can pick up this sexy E.T. Isn't that weird? Okay, that... That tops the Jesus chair. That's freaking disturbing. That's like the female gremlin. I love you. And the Man, fact, that, the fact that she want to phone home, dude. They're butt naked. And that they had to put the bar over her breasts. and uh, Weird. Why, what are people doing in their free time? Really? E.T. phone home. Yeah, that's what he wanted to phone home for. <laughs> Woof. That's the, I don't know if I can unsee that now. That's just disturbing as hell. Well, here's another one that uh, you can't unsee. You were talking Toy Story just a moment ago. Well, this one is Carson City Woody. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> he looks like he is methed out. <laughs> that is methy. Whoa, Woody. You let yourself go, dude. He he's, he's missing the crew. He ran away with Bo, and they got hooked up on meth. <laughs> That's why you don't try meth not even once. Wow. Or, Carson City Woody. Or he's had a couple sleepless nights. Maybe his uh, modem failed, and uh, 
He's been up trying to Dude, fix it. Dude, I don't I don't look I don't look like that. <laughs> but maybe give me a couple of nights like that, Jim and me. Oh, and then finally in Bizarre Bizarre, strange thrift store finds. You have this reminder, especially if you're a pet lover, that well, death is certain. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh so many okay. weird ones. But there is enough that we yes, can that- Death is certain, but do you need to put a picture of dogs on there? Apparently, but like, I, I mean, it is a sad reality. Yes, death is certain for us all, but jeez. <laughs> I don't know about you, Tone. I had fun with that segment. There is enough that we can revisit it, that again down the line. So I think well, we'll I, do that. I look forward to it because there's some weird ass stuff he shows. <laughs> Et, yikes. Well, folks, that does it for this segment. When we come back, we are headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Do so? (laughs) Am I British now? To do so. British! Hello, you do so. If you choose to follow the Phoenix show, you may. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? I guess what, bitch? <laughs> How about no? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doomed by both uh, uh, Doctor Evil and uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B don't care. He, she's a wop. She <laughs> likes the wet ass pierogies. <laughs> Is that after? Don't worry, I like them too. Did he go with her after Cardi A failed? So I like I like Cardi C and maybe Cardi D. <laughs> no, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> While you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends, because why, Tony? Because sharing is caring. <laughs> sharing is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day. Drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking off this day in 46 BC. Let's try see if I can try not to flip all these names. Julius Caesar defeats Caecilius Metellus Scipio and Marcus Porcius Cato in the Battle of Thapsus. Boy, I did pretty good. I didn't have to use baby once in there. You did not. I was waiting for you to say Vigo the Carpathian as well. In there. He he was part of that, but uh, unfortunately he was yeah. uh, trapped in a painting. He, he came and- in 
He came in 47 BC, you know. Ah, there you go. There you go. Let's roll on this day in 1652. Cape Colony, the first European settlement in South Africa, established by Dutch East India Company under Jan van Riebeck. So, uh, yeah, that was when... Uh, oh, isn't that weird? Let's go the Dutch brothers. Yeah, <laughs> let's. That's when you first started seeing, uh, you know, whites in South Africa. And, of course, you know, now they are probably the most prevalent in South Africa, which is very strange when you consider the rest of, uh, you know, Africa's uh, population. True. Let's keep rolling on. This day in 1722, Peter the Great, Tsar of Russia, ends tax on men with beards. Beards. <laughs> so... So if you had so if you had beards, you didn't have to pay taxes. Apparently, I would be. I'd let, I would let that shit grow endlessly if I didn't have to pay taxes. I would I would do it. I would be in patchy and all in perfect situation for 1722 Russia. Yeah. Now, Thanks, to- Peter the Great. Now, Tony, if it Except is, he didn't have a beard. He didn't. If you he had, would- like he had a Ron Jeremy stash. <laughs> If you had a patchy beard, would you only have small taxes at that point? Yes. Partial taxes. There you go. Let's keep rolling on. This day in 1808, John Jacob Astor incorporates the American Fur Company. No, it wasn't John Jacob. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's who I thought it was going to be. That's what I thought, too. Let's keep moving on. This day John eight- Jacob Astor looked like a dick. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Kind of <laughs> he just looks like an angry dude, man. Yeah, hey, you're a little grump. This day in 1830, Joseph Smith and five others officially organized the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Fayette, New York, forever knocking on people's doors and asking them if they want to learn about Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. If Joseph Smith came knocking on my door and he looks like that, I'm shutting the damn door. The dude looks creepy. He looks <laughs> something out of a horror movie. <laughs> Like he may be the demon in the unholy with James with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I don't know. There you go. Let's keep rolling on. This day in 1889, George Eastman begins selling his Kodak flexible rolled film for the first time. Uh, again, what we're doing today, despite the technical issues, being able to talk over video, wouldn't be able or wouldn't even be around without guys like uh, George Eastman of the uh, Kodak Company. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Kodak is such a, was such a synonymous uh, <clears throat> big part of pictures, especially I remember in the 80s, like everything Kodak was was big time. It was them and Fuji, right? Fuji film. Exactly. Kind of the two big competitors. Nowadays, you just it's a, it's like it doesn't really exist much. Yeah. I don't know how Kodak is still around. I don't know what they do nowadays. Well, and you can't think about uh, I mean disposable cameras without thinking of Kodak. You know those little zip 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 yeah. zip. You know, iconic, absolutely iconic, and yeah. you know it's a it's a technology of yesterday now. Well, let's keep rolling on. This day yeah. in 1900, James J. Jeffries knocks out Jack Finnegan in one for the heavyweight boxing title. And uh, James J. Jeffries looks like a butterbean. Remember uh, that boxer who was just big and overweight, but he yeah. pummeled everybody? That's the vibe I'm getting. Here. Down goes Finnegan, and one round, James J. Jeffries is your new champion. 
Moving on this day in 1906, the world's first animated cartoon is released titled The Humorous Phases of Funny Faces by J. Stuart Blackton. Um, and it looks like it's basically just on a chalkboard. <laughs> it's uh, it's very elementary, but it was the first, so got to give them credit. A chalkboard, it kind of looks like uh, Bill Murray's brother from Ghostbusters 2 smoking a joint totally. next to olive oil with Shrek ears. <laughs> That's something that is a big ass doobie in his mouth. I'm going to see if I can find that on YouTube and see just how how crude the animation was. <laughs> oh man! Moving on, this day in 1931, a Connecticut Yankee film based on the novel by Mark Twain, directed by David Butler, starring Will Rogers, is released. And of course, we've got our own Mark Twain connection here. As he uh, came into Virginia City, Samuel Clemens left it as Mark Twain and uh, probably one of the biggest names in the history of authorship ever. Absolutely. He's got a lot of great stories that still uh, live on today. Yep. They haven't been, they haven't been cancel cultured. Exactly. Not yet. Anyway, Huck Finn got close though. Moving on this day in 1973, (laughs) Roberto Clemente day pirates retire his number. Of course they don't put what that number actually was. And in the picture, his arm is covering it so uh <laughs> you would think they'd want that as complete as possible <laughs> yeah but he was a stud baseball player he ended up going missing i think didn't he, he died in a plane crash his plane went missing so that's like that. right i forgot about that yeah interesting yeah. very interesting all right uh moving on back in the world of sports this day in 1987 Middleweight World Boxing Championship bout. Sugar Ray Leonard upsets marvelous Marvin Hagler at Caesars Palace in Paradise, Nevada. Uh, Had the honor of meeting Sugar Ray Leonard. You couldn't ask for a more gracious guy. Nice guy. Leonard beats marvelous Marvin Hagler. I've never heard of marvelous Marvin. Nope. Probably why he was beat so easily. So, yeah. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. I've definitely heard of Sugar Ray, though. Yeah. This day, in 19, big time. this day in 1991, Argentine soccer star Diego Maradona suspended for 15 months by the Italian League for testing positive for, well, cocaine use. That'll certainly he give needs, you... He needs that thing from the thrift shop, huh? Yeah. Maybe the one that donated it. It was like at his house. His wife was like, uh, Diego, remember? Don't do coke in the bathroom. <laughs> That's... Yep, that's going to the thrift store. Thank you. <laughs> this day in 1994, Chuck Jones is found guilty of breaking into Beauty Queen Marla Maples' home. Now, is this is the same uh, Chuck Jones that made the uh, Peanuts gang? <laughs> yeah. What's up, Marla? <laughs> and then Chuck Jones, the voice of. Uh... Yeah, oh, no, no, Bugs you're right. Bunny. It was. Yeah, yeah, he was the voice of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Dak? And then finally, this day in 2009, Star- <laughs> the Star Trek film reboot directed by J.J. Abrams, starring Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto, premieres in Austin, Texas. Ironically <laughs> enough, I just rewatched that. Yeah, it those ones were good. I didn't watch the third one, the Beyond one, because that one wasn't done by J.J. Yeah. But um, not as great. The first two, I really liked them actually, and I'm not a Star Trek guy, but those were they were good films. Yeah, he gave them a little more action, which I think was great. Obviously, led to him directing Star Wars: The Force Awakens. But uh, we are into the final minute of the show, so let's run down the many holidays we have today. 
where we talk about the things that we like to well, celebrate. For instance, today is Army Day. Today is Church of Latter-day Saints Day. It is Drowsy Drivers Awareness Day. It is Fresh Tomato Day. It is National Caramel Popcorn Day. Ooh, sign me up for that. National Siamese <clears throat> Cat Day. Today is Jump Over Things Day. Okay. International Day of Sport for Development and Peace. National Tartan Day. New Beers Eve. National Twinkie Day. Thank you. National Student Athlete Day. Plan Your Epitaph Day. World Table Tennis Day. Teflon Day. And Sam Day of Action. Whew, that was a lot That's to cover. A lot of days. That does it for this Got Tuesday. Through. We will be back tomorrow on a Wednesday with Words Are Hard. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. Hey!